Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMV Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this episode, we're going to do a little something different. I'm going to talk about my experience with my media credentials. And then we are going to talk about why. People are saying that the Sixers are on top of the East now because of the Harden trade. But until then, let's take a small break and we'll be right back. So I was looking for the right quote, right, to try to figure out how I was feeling the past four days, but I couldn't come across one that truly explained how I was feeling and the type of high that I was feeling from the past four days. So nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible, a quote by Audrey Hepburn. So when I came across that quote, I was like, yes, this is the best one that's going to fit because over the past four days, I have had two different media credentials for two different basketball games. So on Thursday was my first one. Let me tell you, For the past two weeks, I can probably say I've been so nervous, but then Thursday came. I went to work. I was okay. I left work. I'm driving home, and my palms are sweating. I'm running through all these different scenarios in my head. I'm going to fall down the stairs. I'm going to mess up. I'm not going to be able to know what to say. I don't know what to do. I mean, I was... Um, texting my best friend. I was texting one of my bros from the um, my team. I was talking to my girlfriend. I was talking to everybody about what I was going to do, how I was going to react, like what I was feeling, tingly inside, everything. So Thursday comes, I get dressed, ready to go, getting my notes together, you know, on on my way to the game, and I go to Boston College versus NC State. So now I'm there. I get my media credential. I'm all like, yay, go see. I was so happy, like, because this was never something that I really wanted to do. Um, So when I got the media pass, I was like, all right, where do I go? Didn't know where I should go. So first I asked one person, they was like, oh yeah, you just have to go upstairs all the way up there to the box and this is where you go. So I go all the way upstairs. Mind you, there's nobody up there. There's um, pads and pens for you to write. I'm like, all right, so maybe this is where I need to go. Nope. Something just did not feel right. Now I'm freaking out because the game's about to start in half an hour. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I don't know if this is the right spot. I don't want them to think I was a no-show. So all these different emotions are running through my head. Also, on top of being nervous about actually sitting 
at the table watching the game, writing notes and thinking about questions of what I'm going to ask at the end of the game. So I finally get to um, the event guy or whomever he was that um, gave me the credentials. Shout out to Chase. Thank you. Um, And he's like, yeah, Ciara, this is your seat right here. This is what you can do. So I was like, finally, I found someone that can help me. I'm sitting there. I'm getting ready. So it's 10 minutes into the game. Getting my notes out. Got my pen out. I'm freaking out. Like, literally freaking out. I feel like I'm sweating. I I feel like everyone's staring at me. I feel like the whole gym is just closing in on me. No, like, for real, for real. But let me tell you, when that buzzer went off, and the game started, your girl was fine. I was lit. It was so natural. It was so normal to sit there and watch the game, but on a different level. Because I'm usually the one that's watching the game as a fan. So I'm usually screaming loud, jumping, cussing at the TV, whatever, stomping, especially if something don't go the way that I like. So now I'm there and I'm having to work. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm working. So I'm writing notes and I enjoyed watching the game without being able to cheer. I mean, it was hard. Don't get me wrong. It was hard. Boy, that is the hardest thing I think I ever had to do was sit at a basketball game and not cheer. But to make videos about the quarters, halftime, what adjust, excuse me, adjustments should be made, what players need to work on, or like just writing down my questions as the game goes by, scribbling my notepad, like nah, nah, nah. Nope, they made that adjustment. Don't need to ask, excuse me, don't need to ask that question, right? So I'm like felt official, official. Really, really, really felt official. So it was a great game. So we have Boston College and you have NC State, who is number five in ranking. So it was a great game. Went into overtime. And just to be a witness as far as like working-wise there. And being able to be like, yep, I'm about to ask these questions after about this overtime game. I felt on top of the world. So... Chase comes back. He goes, you want to ask some questions after? I'm like, yeah. Nerves start kicking in all over again. Palms start sweating. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to ask? What am I going to ask? So I get into the um media room. and I'm talking to some kid that's in there. I'm like, this is my first time. What should I do? What should I mind you? I'm th- that's exactly how I'm asking him. And you know I'm loud. So for me to be that low whispering, I was so nervous. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, is there, is there, are they going to, excuse me, are they going to take a lot of time? He goes, well, this is a big game. So it might be a while before they come in. So I'm like, all right, I can have time to work on my nerves. I'm rocking back and forth. I'm like, all right, let me take a picture. Coach comes out, starts talking about the game. At first I was shy to ask, I'm not even going to front, shy, shy, shy to even ask a question. So the other guy asks a question, the young kid that I was talking to, he's from the school newspaper. Thank you for helping me, by the way, 
um, he was asking questions. So I jumped in there, asked my question. I was like, go see. So then the coach left and the players came. And then I was able to ask two questions. I mean, the experience was dope. Like I was talking about it all night long, just watching the videos all over again. Um, and just like not even care about any type of critiques I got about anybody in regards from anybody, excuse me, about my halftime show, about my commentating on the game, because what I felt inside was absolutely amazing. So here comes Saturday, right? I get another opportunity to go and get media credentials for Brown University versus Cornell University. So I'm at the table, I'm watching the game, writing my notes, doing what I got to do. Now it, it feels a little um, normal to me, but I'm still nervous, you know, new situation, new surroundings. Wasn't like um, Thursday, wasn't as big, kind of small. So I'm like, all right, I got this, see, you got this. You know, the same people giving me words of encouragement, wisdom, letting me know, like, this is your thing. And then I had to, like, think to myself, like, yo, see, you got this. You're good. You know your basketball. You're going to be fine. So the game comes to the end. Um, and the athletic guest director or whomever comes up to me and he goes, do you want to interview? So now I'm like, yep, I want to interview this person. I have to think quick. So now... I'm thinking about my um, questions. What am I going to ask? How am I going to put these together, make it flow? The player comes out. Bella, shout out to you. Thank you for allowing me to um, interview post-game. And the questions came out. It felt so normal to me. At that moment in time, guys, I knew that this was what I want to do. So I want to thank my team for pushing me because like I said, this was never something that I thought I wanted to do. I wanted my own show on ESPN talking basketball like I do all the time. And that is happy to me, but how I've been feeling and doing these two games, I just want to do more, continue to learn, get better, have better questions, and just be even more prepared for the next opportunity because I loved it. So the moral of the story is, guys, push yourself even when you think that you aren't capable of doing so. Seriously, push yourself. I really am happy that my team pushed me to do this because it's something now that I can add on to what else I want to do with Sports Talk with C because it was amazing. It truly was amazing. I loved how I felt being in the press box, interviewing the coaches, the players, and for me to continue to get these experiences is going to be absolutely amazing. Your girl is about to apply to every school possible to get media credentials so that way I can, you know, get better. And you can see your girl on ESPN interviewing these players. So we're going to take another short break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about why everyone thinks that the Sixers are at the top of the East now. Thursday was trade deadline, guys. And right before, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was at work. 
And then boom, James Harden was traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, I was shocked. I don't know about you because I did not have no idea that James Harden wanted out of the Brooklyn Nets. Like, you played, what, about 16 games together? So I was a bit thrown off by that. But Paul Millsap, James Harden to the sixes. The Nets get Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and I believe a draft pick. Now, a lot of people are saying that the Sixers are now the top team to come out of the East. Okay. Perk, he says that this is the best duo in basketball. What offense and defense is going to stop them? Okay. Shout out to Perk. I love Perk. But to say that they're going to be the top team to come out of the East, like we have the Bucks, we have the Bulls. You know, you guys know I love my Bulls right now. And there's still Miami Heat, which is the number one seed right now. And they're balling. I believe Jimmy is back to being a dog because, you know, when they beat were um, in the Eastern Conference Final, that squad was dogging it. So, maybe because Joel Embiid is dominating right now, I believe he is the best center. He's very athletic. He can shoot mid-range. He's averaging 29.4 points, 10.9 rebounds. Um, He is shooting 40% from three. His presence in the paint is crazy. Then you have James Harden. He is averaging 22.5 points. 10.2 10.2 assess, excuse me, 10.2 assists and eight rebounds. The pick and roll between them two is gonna be tough. But I gotta see it. I got I gotta see it. I'm gonna stop watching the games right like between them a lot more now because I'm so happy Ben's out of there. Ben's on the nets and he stayed in the east. So now you can go back to the sixes and ball against them after the way they treated you. Anyway, um, but I know you guys know how I feel about James Harden. I just, he does all this great, amazing stuff in the regular season. And then in playoffs, I'd be like, all right, yep, he's going to come and he's going to just dominate the playoffs and shoot all these crazy shots. And I mean, his drive to the basket is crazy, but I mean, I need to see him do this in the playoffs and then maybe I would think that it's different. But the East is just too wide open right now to really say that the Sixers are going to be on top. Like the Bucks is balling. But you see the Lakers got huh? Oh, they got there. You know what? Kicked out of them by the Bucks. Like, oh. And then they're the defending champion. So that's my thing. You know me. You're the best. You're the defending champion until you get beat. Right? That's, but isn't shouldn't that be a rule? Seriously, shouldn't that be a rule? Because I think a lot of people 
Forget that. But then you have Miami Heat. Then you have the Bulls. And DeMar DeRozan is on some whole other-ish. Okay? Then you have the sneaky, sneaky Cavs playing crazy. So, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Let me. All right. So, this is what we're going to do. We are going to, together, we are going to watch a few games. Let's, all right, so let's do, let's give it to, hmm, All-Stars come in. Let's give it, like, March Madness, okay? And we'll we'll come back to this conversation with me, and we will digest into how James is playing with, the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, I'm here for it. I'm here for the trade. I want to see um, what Joel Embiid and James Harden can do together. They got rid of their depth, um, their depth, excuse me, when it comes to, I believe, their bench. I don't think they really have that much space in anymore. But um, with, you know, James and... Um, um, with his name, Joel, driving to the basket. Of course, space will be created. So, March Madness, guys. Well, after March Madness is open, we will come back to James Harden and we will hmm, discuss on discuss and see if I still feel the same way about the Philadelphia 76ers. So on Saturday, if you guys do not listen, please make sure you guys tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. to the full 94 um, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook. We dive into a whole bunch of basketball, WNBA, and we did talk about this trade as well. Um, But I said I have, for my first, I have... Um, the Bulls, I'm just loving what they're doing as like playing team basketball, happy basketball. And just the fact that I haven't seen DeRozan play like this in a very long time. So I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving all the, the hand gestures, the, the talking, all of it, because he deserves it. He deserves it all. So I have the Bulls and then I go with hmm, the Bucks. So. Everybody who listens, everyone who's tuned in, everybody who's on my Facebook, who's on my Twitter, who's on my TikTok, who's on my Instagram, please let me know who are your top two coming. That will be an Eastern Conference. I say the Bulls and the Bucks. Please let me know what you guys say. Leave me a message. Send me an email. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Twitter. Um, follow me on Instagram. Send me some ideas, send me some critiques, send me whatever you want to be a guest. You want to come chop it up and talk basketball. Let me know. I'm here for it. Um, it's Super Bowl Sunday, so I'm about to get out of here. But guys, tune in on Wednesdays on MT, excuse me, MTMV live at 930 Saturdays live at 10 a.m. And you know, your girl C drops a new episode Sundays at four. Seize out.
What is good, everybody? This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. You are listening to MTMV Sports. My team, my voice, your team, their voice. They got you covered every day, every time that you need it. Keep it locked.